breaking news, folks. Um, we're coming to you uh, live from the Emoji Durham newsroom. Um, a couple days after this, yeah. Thank you, thank you, Andy. That's that's Morse code for for Emoji Durham. Um, we're coming to you live from the Emoji Durham newsroom, and a scant few days after this podcast will be recorded, uh, IHOP will be changing its acronym to. IHOB, uh, I-H-O-B, and since this is such a monumental piece of news, I figured we could start off the podcast this week by kind of throwing around some theories as to what IHOB could could possibly stand for. Ryan, I'm scared for what you have in store for me right now, because I know you're going somewhere. This has an ulterior... I can smell an ulterior motive, and I think this stands for the International House of Betrayal, or whatever you you're cooking up. See, International House of Betrayal is very good, but I'm afraid it's not quite as good as International House of Bussy. And thanks for listening to Emoji Drum. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Captain Trash. That'll be it for the show today. Uh, good night, everybody. World's shortest episode. Andy, um, I, I get the feeling you're not taking my sort of theory casting here entirely seriously. I, I would like to hear some uh, legitimate, you know, constructive feedback on you in regards to uh, your, your predictions for the big IHOB reveal, which does sound like saying IHOP with a congested nose, I might add. Yeah, I think um, it's going to stand for the International House of Pancakes, and uh, people are going to be like, wait, we thought this was going to be a new word. And they will be like, no, we very explicitly said we are just, we are just reversing the B. We are just flipping the B. Nothing else. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. They realized that all those P's had gotten pretty, pretty dirty over the years. And instead of spending the money to clean and replace them, they're just flipping them backwards to the side that wasn't exposed to the elements. And it'll just be International House of pancakes but with a parentheses b at the beginning i think the pancakes hi everybody welcome to emoji jerome i'm ryan i'm andy and we are coming to you live uh well not live uh, we're not coming to you live that was a lie so maybe this is the international house of betrayal um welcome back folks this week we are talking about the meat on bone emoji which Emojipedia also kind of defines as, quote, that meat you see in manga or anime, or more literally, just that meat. Andy, I'm thinking about that meat. I'm... Every, every word you say is another little dagger in my back. That's, see, that's the highest compliment I think I could possibly receive on this show. This is less of... This is less of a creative podcast and more of a sort of a training ground for me to kind of sharpen my, my, my wit and my terrible things that fall out of my mouth hole, you know? It's kind of like friend hazing, um, <laughs> if you really think about it. Also, I just remembered that we are canonically broadcasting from inside the International House of Podcasts. Oh, so I think the damn. reason that they are changing their name is because they're afraid of us. Yeah, we've we've stepped too far into the uh, the IHOPs territory, I think. And you know, some emails were exchanged, some attorneys were contacted, and I think in the end we came out on the better side of that deal. So I suppose that's sort of the big news reveal of this whole thing. Uh, we wanted to keep it in the dark until you know six eleven when IHOB is dropping the big news. But you you heard it here first, folks. Emoji Jerome has has muscled in on big pancakes territory. 
We don't serve breakfast food, though. I'm sorry about it's. It's it's just you can't eat here. It's just audio. Would that we could, Andy. Would that we could. Uh, would you like to kind of define the purpose of the show before we jump into just discussing these fine cuts of meat we have on the menu tonight? I would love to. Welcome to Emoji Drome. What we do here is we take an emoji, you know, one of those little pictures you've got in your phone that you can uh, spice up text message with. We look at all the variations of them across the different sorts of uh, operating systems that you'll find on your phones, and we figure out which one we like the best and which one we like the least. Uh, basically, we're both just very judgmental towards some cartoon pictures of, you know, like dogs and cats and in this case meat yeah you know sometimes um sometimes you've got to judge meat you know it's it's something that i think goes kind of underserved in our society as a whole you don't get a lot of meat judgers out there in the streets anymore like i remember when i was a kid i would go down to the um, butcher shop and the butcher would like kind of like cut me a thing of meat and then he passed it to the meat judger who you know back in the day was government funded so you know, it was this dude in, like, the black tie, black suit, and he just kind of, like, appraised the meat, and then he'd be like, okay, you know, this is good to sell, or nah, you gotta, you gotta take another pass at this one, my friend. And I think that's kind of the, the kind of ethos we're aiming for on this week's episode. Um, I think this week I'm kind of just looking for, um, the, the piece of meat on a bone that looks most like something Fred Flintstone would just go to town on. I, uh, I want to get into that bedrock lifestyle, you know, I've heard a lot about the paleo diet recently, and I feel like Fred, you know, Mr. Mr. Double F himself, he should sort of be my inspiration uh, going forward through 2018 in terms of my, my health and my daily eats, and so I should start my daily eats by finding some daily meats that look like I think Fred Flintstone would approve of. See, I like that you mentioned Fred Flintstone because uh, I am going. I, I am looking for the meat that the Fred Flintstone of the modern generation would enjoy. Sorry, okay. uh, that Fred Flintstone of the modern generation being Goku, um, uh, uh-huh. Dragon, Dragon Ball Z. I think you've heard of it. Uh, I'm looking for whatever meat here will uh, give me Super Saiyan abilities, or okay. maybe turn me into a giant ape when the moon is full, but only when the moon is full. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. That's, that's a monkey. Ape time, baby. It's ape time, baby. Uh, no, it's it's meat time, baby. Uh, Andy, do you want to go ahead and hop into it? <laughs> I'd rather not hop into meat time, but sure. <laughs> Listen, it's always meat time on Emoji, Jerome. I don't know what you're talking about. The Apple emoji this week straight mm-hmm. up looks like a 3D model. It really does. It looks less like a sort of tactile kind of creation of meat and more like you know when you go to a candy store and you get like the the gummy burgers or like the gummy pizza and that kind of thing (laughs) this is this is apple's like gummy candy version of of the anime meat on the bone i would say yeah i i I was gonna say it's kind of like a plush version but i think i like what you you're bringing a little more it definitely looks like it is made of a sort of gelatin it's not bad. No, it's not bad. And what I like about this show is we truly have an equivalent exchange of ideas because while you said you enjoyed my gummy approach better, I actually really like the idea that this is like a plush meat on the bone that I can sort of uh, rest my head on 
in my future caveman themed bedroom you know this is this is what i get a little winky wink every night on instead of my boring ass you know walmart pillow you know what i think is making us think that is it kind of looks like a marshmallow the actual meat part yeah i like where you're heading with this it's a it's a meat mellow if you will oh let's not (laughs) (laughs) i feel like meat mellow is a little more appropriate than the other one which is marsh meat and i i feel like marsh meat is just kind of what you get when you hook up with the creature from the black lagoon you know agree to disagree my friend what you get there is a good time (laughs) damn it's true um so I do kind of like the direction we've taken the apple emoji in, but I'm not sure I have much else to say about it. I think it's very uh, self-explanatory this week. I, I would love to have this as a pillow to to get a good night's sleep on. And maybe, you know, maybe it's meat-scented. Maybe I go to bed with visions of roast filling my head with this bad boy. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ignore the meat dreams, and I'm sorry for that. But I don't really want to dwell on what that would look like. It's okay. I, I have meat dreams at least like three times a week. All right, humble brag. Um. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to mention about the Apple one this week is that I think this is the best <laughs> that their sort of excessive shading style that we've talked about in the past their sort of more detailed looks that they've upgraded to has actually really worked out for them for sure i agree it um there's something with this emoji that has a a kind of impeccable uh synergy between the sort of i think it's the rounded shape this is a very round emoji and in that sense i think the shading works pretty well yeah no for sure um i will say i think like I don't know. It just looks weird. I, I don't want to move on to Google is what I want to say here is uh-huh. uh, I'm scared to move on to this one because this one is really upsetting. This one is interesting because Google really went in on the marbling of the meat here. This is oh. less sort of a roast and more like um, it reminds me of the kind of prepackaged ham you get at a supermarket. Yeah, so here's the thing with this one, is it's not a roast because it looks fucking uncooked in the middle. That's why it reminds me uh, reminds you of, like, cold cuts, is because it looks all wet and soggy. Well, so does the apple one. The apple one's fucking, like, cherry red in the middle, and I guess there are some people who like their, their meat a little on the rare side, but this is, like, deli meat pink, which I can, you know, I can respect, whereas apple is, like... You bite into that sucker, and you're gonna be fucking Nosferatu. Like, you're gonna be looking like you just went to an Andrew W.K. concert with that bad boy. Okay, so you made me like Apple more again. Um, it's kind of metal. It's kind of metal. Yeah. I think the reason why it, it that jumps to mind for me, though, with Google and not with Apple is because Apple's so cartoony with it, and Google's got this very, like, they're going for a texture in there. Mm-hmm. And also the rest of it just looks like nothing. It looks like a potato got cut open and there was meat inside. And then they put a bone through it. Ooh, now I'm imagining that. And I really like that from sort of like a weird like horror perspective, but not so much from a, you know, tasty Fred Flintstone snack perspective. That is more like Silent Hill, Harry Mason sits down for a nice potato and he cuts it open, just like meat falls out and... I guess it's like an all-in-one roast potato, you know, how you put meat in, like, baked potatoes. Uh, Not to explain the joke too much or anything, (laughs) but I do believe that in some fictional universe, 
perhaps science has perfected the all-in-one uh, baked potato experience, you know, where the potatoes come with the meat uh, baked into them already. That That's kind of the ideal future, I think. I mean, yeah. Yeah, sure, you can... Dream big, buddy. I'm gonna not want that. I'm gonna wanna avoid that. That sounds like hell. That sounds scary. It's, if you bite in, if you bite into a potato and it's meat, it's not just meat. Like it has little chunks of, of meat. It's got it's got cheese in there. It has little like pockets of you know maybe like uh, sour cream and you know some there's there's some bacon bits peppered in there. It's like a it's like a hot pocket, except a baked potato. If you. If you were describing an actual twice-baked potato with, you know, maybe a... I don't think you'd put ham in there or anything, but, I, like, I can understand bacon bits. Mm-hmm. Then maybe I'd be on board. But you're talking about disguising a potato as delicious anime meat on the bone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I should mention before... We mentioned at the top of the show, literally one of the names for this is... The meat you see in manga or anime. Yes, that was not a bit. That is 100% on the Emojipedia page. It is, as far as we are concerned, that is uh, that is as good as being written in the Bible for this show. So I don't know what to tell you. But what you are describing to me is a Trojan horse. Uh-huh. Where I am expecting fully cooked meat, some sort of, like, steak-on-a-bone, basically, situation. And instead, what I'm getting is deli meat and potato when I bite in. Yes. Which is... Cruel and unusual, but not in the way that people usually mean it. Like, it's cruel in the normal way, but it's unusual because why would you do that? Listen, I'll admit, it's not for everybody. You know, my ideas... They're they're far-reaching. You can't always see, you know, the benefit of it when you're this close. But I'm telling you, like, 20 years from now, when they're up in space, and they don't, uh, they, they can't, like, see, that's kind of the utility, okay, hear me out. Here's my elevator pitch for the, uh, for the, for the meat potato. The year is 20, it, it's 2038. The year's 2038. You are an astronaut, and you are on the the Galaxian Eight uh, research station, and there you are, and you're you're really craving a baked potato, and you know you're trying to get the the bacon bits in there, and you're trying to get the cheese in there, but the shit just keeps floating out because you're in space and there's no gravity. Your shit just keeps floating out of the potato, and you're like, oh god, if only some bitch in 2018 had invented a potato that came with the baked potato fixings already inside of it then I wouldn't be worrying about the effects of zero gravity on my baked potato. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the hubris. If only I had my fixings in my baked potato already. And so I'm just being forward-thinking here, you know. This is this is playing the long game, Andy. And I'm offering you in on the ground floor. Uh, here's the thing, is you're living in the past. You're eating, you're trying to eat food uh, that, like, looks like the old world food. You gotta be eating Mars fruit. At that point, it's 2038, we're eating Mars fruit, or, you know, nothing, because, I don't know, that's just all, I, I can only really see a future where we're, we got Mars fruit, and if that, do, if that doesn't happen, I don't know what I'm really gonna do. Yeah, the only two possible futures are eating full-baked potatoes all-in-one or Mars fruit. Um, do you want to go ahead and move on to the uh, Microsoft emoji? I would be honored. <laughs> 
I really like this emoji this week. Um, it's another strong showing from Microsoft in terms of their uh, simplicity. This is meat on the bone that I would buy as, like, an enamel pin, honestly. Like, if this was sold as an enamel pin, I would straight up buy buy, buy this meat, you know? I want to I wanna rep meat, and this is the pin I would use for it, I think. Yeah, this one's not bad. I'm actually, like... I don't have super strong feelings on it because it is just, like, a good representation of this. It, it doesn't, like, stand out to me, but I'm like, oh, that's how that's supposed to look. This yeah. is the standard. This is the baseline, and it's a very good baseline. Yeah, this is the platonic ideal of the meat on bone emoji, I would say. Um, mm -hmm. I, I really like it, but is it something Fred Flintstone would eat? Uh, maybe. You know, we're just going to have to go through the rest of these and find out, I think. But, unfortunately... If we move on from Microsoft, that means we'll be confronted by Samsung's emoji this week, which is six ways from Sunday, just absolutely a turd on a bone. Yeah, I don't like it. It's shaped like a peanut. <laughs> it, um, have you ever seen those uh, pencil grip erasers where they're kind of yep. contoured to like fit your finger? This is this is those. somebody who has put a pencil grip eraser on like a finger bone or something. This is not so much meat on bone as it is the work of a serial killer. I, think. I was literally about to say this is not an emoji. This is a serial killer's clue, and we have to track him down. This is the sequel to Seven. Like when when fucking uh, Brad Pitt goes into goes into um, it can't be Kevin Spacey again. Um, when he goes, let's. What if? Okay, hear me out. Here's here's a here's a platonic ideal uh, actor we can put into basically any situation. Let's say Nicolas Cage plays the killer in the seventh sequel. Um, oh, no. Can what kind of what kind of psychology would we be getting into for a character who who painstakingly removes finger bones and puts uh, pencil grip erasers on them? You know, Ryan, what you've done to me just now uh -huh. is a lot like. If I was, you know, helping to cater a wedding and someone came up to me and asked me, hey, what's your opinion on the bride's dress? We need one. We need someone to pick one for us. And I don't think I'm I'm able to handle the pressure you've given because that is such a, a cerebral thing and a thing that is so personal and Probably, probably mom stuff. Like, he probably has some weird mom stuff and sex stuff. That's usually what they go with in those movies, right? Probably. I'm sorry okay. for exposing you to my, to the, yeah. to the deepest uh, machinations of my mind, but I do have another question here. Hit me with it. If you wrote a sequel to 7, would it be called 7 2 or would it be called 8? <laughs> oh, boy. I would call it 8, oh. if we're being honest. I'd call it 8. Um, but then the sequel would be 10, and it would be about a cannibal, uh, where 7, 8, 9. <laughs> Fuck off! Oh my god! That's too good. Um, alright, so WhatsApp this week I like, because it looks like it kind of has, um, I know this is meant to be sort of the shading of, like, the contour of the meat, but it looks like it's got kind of like a tiger stripe on it or something. It's very, like, a a jungle book or like george of the jungle i think it has like animal print on them I was, I was gonna say uh grill mark or something but I, I like that too the reason i like the whatsapp one is because it looks like a like this is what would drop in a sort of mid-2000s platformer 
Yeah. Like, this would drop in, like, an HD remaster of Metal Slug or a a new Castlevania DS game or something. Sure. Like, it's sleek enough, and it, 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 but it gets across what it is without being, like, weird or gross. I agree. It's got a lot of sort of potential to it, I think. Um, It takes kind of a different angle on the meat than any of the other emoji do. Um, You kind of get to see, like, into the meat on this one. Like, um, this is right as the camera is swooping down from an overhead shot to, like, traverse into, like, the cellular structure of the meat, I would say. This This is in, like, a Bill Nye episode where he's like... He's like, well, uh, the, the, the food pyramid, you know, and here's how meat is made. And it, the camera, like, zooms in Jimmy Neutron brain blast style into, like, the molecules of this meat on bone. And this is sort of one of the, the midway frames where it's transitioning from above to, like, shooting up through the side of the meat here. All I really have to add is that in the theme song for that episode of Bill Nye, instead of chanting Bill, can they just chant meat? Yeah, that's a joke, right? Um, yeah, just, just repeating the same word in a guttural voice. <laughs> yeah, we can do that with pretty much anything on this show, and it immediately becomes comedy. Um, what's some other words we can chant in a guttural voice? Like, uh, um, fucking no. emoji, no. emoji, emoji, emoji. It needs to be... You know what? No. We're bordering on cult territory, and I don't want to go... I can't go back to prison, Ryan. I'm sorry, Andy. I, I, I'm sorry for violating your parole by uh, inducting you into this meat-based cult, which, um, you know, I, 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 I can respect our ideals, and I always enjoy, you know, spreading the good word of Flavortown here. It's, but, uh, it's like, it's fine. I don't mind that you... I'm just... It, it hurts. I'm I just lost my last cult Mm -hmm. um it's still fresh i understand so you know the idea of having to get all the followers it's just it's tiring ryan it's stressful it's 2018 i don't have time for all this busyness or cults to run yeah it's like when you get banned on twitter and you have to get all your followers back it's the same sort of deal i think um a little easier (sighs) yeah yeah, uh, it's much easier to induce people into a cult than to get them to follow you on Twitter. But uh, speaking of Twitter, <laughs> Andy, ooh, Twitter emoji this week. Uh, how do you feel about ass? Yeah, that's just a butt. That's just a butt. It is. It is butt on the bone, my friends. This is this is previously uncharted territory for emoji germ. We've had a lot of we've had a lot of rude humor on the show. I'll admit, you know. We, we, we've said some jokes that might be considered a little uh, risque in the past, but never before have we been presented what with might just be a straight-up emoji of a human ass, which is what Twitter has kind of gifted to us tonight. Yeah, no, dude, I don't want, I don't want meat that'll fart. I actually don't hate this one. I, I think this one works when it's smaller, but I think because we're looking at it blown up on Emojipedia, it definitely just is a butt. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's something where the subtle details work well on a smaller scale, but, but, uh, but, but, that's the thing, Andy, but, but. This rump roast is turning into a real chump roast, if you ask me. Da, 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 da. I mean, it is a rump roast. Let's, let's, let's be clear here. Oh no, it's, you're right, it gets an A for ass, uh, and by that I mean I don't like it. 
I mean, I don't hate, like I said, I don't hate it, but it's just like, okay, get this, get, get your booty out my face. I'm, I'm not, I'm not here for this. That was that one really popular song back in the day where it's like, uh, the, the, hey, hey, get your booty out my face tonight, make my day. Isn't, isn't that, a, that's a song, right? Or did I just hallucinate that? <laughs> I feel like our audience is missing a lot of me just sort of staring into the middle distance while I listen to the things you do. <laughs> and uh, it's just kind of like feeling a part of me drift away. Uh, and it, this episode's been very trying emotionally. I know it's been a long day. I will do my best to engage in conversation and not simply inflict words upon you but i'm a fan i'm a fan of it don't get me wrong but at the same time uh i am starting to hear tumbleweeds blowing around inside my skull Mm -hmm. because of what has happened to my brain Mm -hmm. i uh i'll just wrap up and uh say i'll be a little more conservative on my rating of twitter's emoji and give it a b for butthole um so facebook this week is there's a secret message in the Facebook emoji, and that secret message is the letter E. Ooh, yeah, Enron. Enron? Is I don't that know. The, like the, is, that was the first it, company I could think of with an E in the name. Actually, that looks like kind of like the Dell logo. It kind of does. Is maybe is Dell transmitting to us through our baked meats? Oh man, this is just. They're trying to get one of those podcast ad reads without paying us. Well, I'm not going to tell them about the affordable plans. I'm not going to tell them about anything, Dell. You you mail me some you mail me some coupons or nothing, okay? Yeah, send me a GPU and we'll talk. Um maybe this is less of a subliminal advertisement and more um you any were you ever I feel like the answer to this might be yes. Um but were you ever into like Yu-Gi-Oh? Yes. You remember the um <laughs> you remember those weird ghost cards where they had they had like the letters for like death in them? I do. I think yeah. I had most of those cuz I loved goth shit. Yeah, I feel like I did too, but this is this is that same kind of deal, I think. Once you collect all 5 of the death meats, then you kind of blow your opponent into the shadow realm with the power of your meat. Do you listen to the words you're saying on this show before you say them? <laughs> Sometimes. You can't, you can't just throw the word meat around like this. You know the history our show has now with the people. I'm sorry, Andy. I'll try to be more careful with my meat over here. It's just, it's hard, you know. It's it's um, very difficult for me. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long day for both of us. I will do my best to keep... Uh, keep the meat kosher so to speak um you're really jerking me around here ryan i'm sorry i'm sorry it's just this 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 meat's so good you you can't beat it i've just gotta like talk about the meat i i've gotta i've really gotta put the meat out there i think we are for the 12 world years old <laughs> yes, we, are tw- <laughs> we are 12 years old we this are infants sucks. we yeah. are three never mind 12 we are babies <laughs> crying and pooping ourselves while saying other words about boners Listen, I'll, I'll open the curtain a bit and say that for me, it's nearly midnight. And for you, it is past midnight when we are recording this episode. 12.34 a.m. <laughs> We've got, the fact that I am even coherent for the recording of this is, is, a, is a minor miracle in itself. 
much less for me being able to being able to soften the meat talk over here. Um, I think we should just go ahead and move on to Emoji One, which looks like somebody kind of pulled a canned chunk of meat out onto a bone. Like this is like spam. This is the shit that you feed in like wet foods to cats. I would oh, do you say. not like this one? Ah, uh, I'm not. I don't love it. I think it's. I think it's okay. okay. I think it's fine. I think I think it definitely does kind of. What's the difference between this cone like, shape and like Apple or Facebook? Really, it's just the angle makes it look kind of more. It looks like a wine cork on a bone. It's the front facing texture, and it's the um, the lack of any of like the pink meat in there. Like you don't get any of that, and so it looks like uh, I don't know how much you watched SpongeBob at all, but. There's an episode where he feeds Gary, like, canned food, and it just, like, comes out mm-hmm. in, like, this gross-ass brown cylinder, and that's all I can mm-hmm. think of with this one, to be honest. So you'd feed this to a snail, is what you're saying? This is food uh, for snails? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think snails would find this very nutritious. Me, not so much. But I'm more interested now, I think, in the um, emoji dex emoji, which kind of... I kind of like this one, to be honest. Um. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not bad. I don't... This one feels very, like... <sighs> you know what? You say your nice things first. I'll say the mean thing after. Uh, Yeah, I don't have that many nice things to say about it. I think it has a very good color scheme. I like uh, the simplification of it. It looks like a meat-on-bone you would see in, like, a Sunday newspaper comic. Like, maybe Fred Flintstone wouldn't be chowing down on this one, but I think Garfield would particularly enjoy this meat. I was going to say this looks like something that came from a studio that would make something along the lines of Johnny Test. Um, (laughs) This looks like a bad animation uh, one to me. I actually don't think it's that poorly drawn. I just like, I think the weird lumpy style of it and the bone being kind of, the bone's very cartoony on this one. Mm -hmm. It's a very cartoony look. And because of that, I'm immediately jumping to like, oh, I hear like whip crack noises and Uh then the weird dog that talks and I hate. Um, eats it and oh, it's bad. It's all bad. Are oh. you a, are are you an avid viewer of Johnny Test, Andy? No, it just came on TV here sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like, I'd catch glimpses of it and make myself cry because I hated it. I definitely remember it. I didn't watch it avidly, but I saw at least like five or so episodes of it and. I remember it being, you know, not 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 too great, which I think is how history kind of remembers that show. Is that shit still on TV? I really hope not. Uh, I'm sure somebody does, and if you do, uh, write in. Ryan will read them and never tell me because I can't emotionally deal with knowing. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, I'll set it up for next week. Right now, uh, send us your questions on Johnny Test for next week's episode. Oh, I swear and, to God! And I will have Andy sit in like a soundproof room here in the International House of Podcasting while I read your um read your feedback live on air. Um, I'm sure it won't be good, but I'm also sure it won't be as bad as the messenger meat on bone emoji. You're so really quick. You're really trying to make this show last under a year, huh? Anyway, the mess the messenger one looks it looks like someone speared a chewy Werther's original with a bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say this is the this is the piece of amber that John Hammond got the dino <laughs> DNA out of in Jurassic Park. Oh my god. It's like um 
it it honestly looks like it has um you know sort of like fossilized around this bone i think if you're I think if your meat looks like this, you need to see a professional. To be honest, I don't think I've ever seen this mango meat before. This isn't. This isn't even meat. That's what it is. It's like a fruit that is grown out of a bone. Okay, first of all, Mars fruit, probably, maybe, probably. Um, but second thing, I don't know. There is meat that is that color, but it is that color because of the way it is seasoned and like the sauce that is on it. Like, um. Uh-huh. I immediately thought, like, oh, it's like orange chicken, but on a bone? Yeah, so you thought this was kind of like an orange chicken sort of glaze, which I can see. Yeah. And I can I can definitely respect. I, um, I've had, like, uh, like, you know how you make, like, orange chicken and all that? I've had that same thing, like, orange beef before, and it's actually pretty good. I, I like it quite a bit. But, um, in this case, something about the fact that it's already on the bone makes me, makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. The the thing about it is though is that um, <laughs> um, it's not as bad as the LG emoji this week. Yeah. This is this is this is unforgivable. <laughs> this is it's... absolutely illegal. What? Okay, give me. I don't see what's so bad with this other than it being really low effort. So please hit me with what has gotten, what. What has gotten this to stick in your craw so much? This bitch is more orange than fucking Tang, Andy. This is like, this is like, how can I, how could I put this into words? This is like, if you bit into this, your teeth would break off. There is, this is not meat. This is like, um, you know when you go to the uh, supermarket like me, and like me, you purchase an entire bag of Tyson's, like, buffalo chicken bites... Uh, like like the wings, but it's spelt W Y N G Z, and like me, you eat all of the wings in one sitting. Um, this uh, messenger emoji looks like the thing that you're going to shit out after eating an entire bag of buffalo chicken wings with a Y and a Z. It is less of a slab of meat and more like a radioactive chunk of of waste. Of what kind of waste, I'm not sure, but it is it is like. There's no shape. It has no form. It, it it is not recognizable as meat in literally any sort of human context, I would say. And if you have a defense for this honey glazed abomination, I would love to hear it. But for me, I, I just I just cannot parse this. It's entirely too much. This is what Lovecraft wrote about when he made the color out of space. This is what the fucking people saw that drove them mad. Like this is this is it. Alright. Everybody, I want you to take the t- if you're looking at this on Emojipedia, cover the right bone with the tip of your finger, and without that, it's a bottle of whiskey. It sure is, Andy. I'm did that work at all? Did that do anything or I mean it did it did something for me. It's I... literally all I could think of. This is the most boring fucking one I've seen here. It's I... like I don't find it as bad as you. I think it like just kind of Again, I don't know what animal this could be from. Uh, no. This has me thinking, like, oh, yeah, a chickeny thing, maybe, cause, or, like, turkey is what they're going for here, because sometimes those can be kind of orange-ish in the way people draw them. Uh-huh. But it's on a bone like that, so I don't get it. All I, all I know is it looks like a, gi- it looks like a giant corn kernel, actually, <laughs> stuck on a bone. I think that... Um... 
in this scenario, this um, it almost feels to me like this is something that has been created. Like this is artificial meat made for for the. This is artificial meat made for the naughty astronauts who can't afford the all-in-one baked potato. I would say, it it it's it's from a fucking like. If you if you were in a cartoon and you were on a foreign planet made entirely of giant fruits who are like alien like fruit aliens, this is what would happen when you like carve up like the mango alien. I think it's not meat in the traditional sense, but I don't know. It could be okay. Um, and you know, speaking of okay, I think the HTC emoji is pretty okay this week. It's it's interesting because and this is one on HTC where the bone is way too thick for the meat on there, I would say. You're getting, like, 90% bone and, like, 10% meat on this emoji. I like the simplified design on this one, um, but really the part that gets my heart going is the fact that it kind of looked like it could be an eye patch for a skeleton pirate. Ooh, I like that. Um, just stick that over a skull, instant eye patch. Maybe, maybe recolor the meat so it's, like, a different color than brown, but you could have... Brown is still a leather color. It could be an eye patch. Yeah, I, I like that. It's creative. Yeah. Uh, I, other than that, it's just kind of like nothing. Like, it gets the point across. I, I, there is something to be said about messaging here, and, like, with, with emoji specifically, I mean. Uh-huh. And HTC definitely gets across what you are supposed to know this is sure. immediately. Absolutely. Um, Ryan, just scroll down and see the next one. So, I know we talked about ass already on this podcast, mm-hmm. but this is straight up uh, like a Muppet's butt is what this is. Someone took two butt implants and stuck them on a bone. <laughs> what's um? What's the orange Muppet like? Uh, like like Bleaker's not orange, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know names of Muppets other than Kermit. Really, I'm. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm I'm half asleep, Ryan. I'm dead. I'm dying. I'm dying here, Ryan. I got Muppet fever, and I don't know any of them. Okay, well, if you're dying, then we can go ahead and wrap things up. Um, because no, I, I'm joking. I'm jo- I'm, I'm, well, you're joking, but the thing is is that I do not have any comedy vein I can mine on this emoji that we did not already discuss on the Twitter one. I it's just say. a big old bubble butt. Like, that's all <laughs> it is. You could you could fucking bounce a quarter off that uh, meat on bone. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go ahead and pick uh, worst and best this week? Yeah. Uh, anything jumping out at you for your uh, worst this week? Yeah. Um, I there are a few I'm not a fan of this week. I don't like Samsung. I don't like Messenger. Kind of grew on me, but I honestly think LG has got to take it from me. That's that's an embarrassment of a of a meat on bone emoji. All right, all right. I can I can respect that. Personally, I think I'm going to say Samsung. Um, I think it looks really bad. Uh-huh. It, it's just kind of lumpy, and it's not visually striking like any of the other ones are. Again, I guess the argument with emoji is like, well, they don't need to be visually striking. They're emoji. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we're here for. Yeah, we're here to critique. We are the... We are the um... We are we are the god which passes judgment amongst these these clever clever pictures, I would say. Andy, do you have a best that you'd like to pick this week? Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna go with Apple this week. I okay. really like that marshmallow meat. Don't quote that. <laughs> I won't. I um, 
I really like it too because it's it's made me kind of start to think about um, you know like what if there is like a plush meat on bone? I'm sure that exists, and I would, I would oh a hundred percent. I would definitely like to own that. Um, you know, I'm gonna have to go for me. I think with Microsoft again. Uh, just because I, I think it works. I didn't really talk too much about uh, Fred Flintstone this episode, but you know, I'm sure Fred will live to Flintstone again. Does that that you, Flintstone can be a verb, right? Like, uh, like, like you can Flintstone somebody. That that just sounds dirty. That sounds like something that saying that you Flintstone someone sounds like a fucking sex act that kids would make up on the internet to be funny. And we it's a 2007 Urban Dictionary entry about it, and it has one like from the f- best friend of the kid who wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not that we're above making up weird sex shit on this podcast for the sake of comedy, but um, I don't think that one's going to fly even for me. Andy, do you want to go ahead and get into uh, questions this week? Hit me with them, Ryan. Um, so we have a lot this week, I will, I will, I will say. Uh, some of them... I'll go ahead and knock out the ones that we've sort of already answered, uh, just for the, just for the sake of that. Um, we have one that comes in from at, uh, I believe, yes, at Warm Woman on Twitter, who just says, "I'm trying to think of a question, but I can't get past how much like an ass the Mozilla one looks. I'm fixated." Yes, uh, they they look like butts. <laughs> they look like butts. They look like butts. Andy, they look like butts. They sure do, Ryan. They sure do. I um I'm gonna be thinking about these these meaty butts for a long time, as as I am wont to do. Uh, we've got another question from at Noah Scanlon on Twitter, who asks, which meat would be the most ideal murder weapon if confronted during a meal? I mean, messenger is the amber that uh, John Hammond used to get the bo- the blood from dinosaurs. So I'm assuming that thing's pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Probably swing that one pretty good. I, I, that's actually exactly what I was going to say. Um, that is so solid that you could probably knock some teeth out with that bad boy. Whereas the rest of these would just kind of be like a meaty slap. And then the person would be like, well, you now you've just insulted me. And, and now I draw my sword and have at thee. Um, but I think the messenger could probably put someone in the fucking ground if you used it correctly, which is terrifying to think about. Yeah, no, that, that's a cudgel. That's a... <laughs> That is a medieval weapon. That's what they that's what they stormed the fucking uh, warlocks keep with, I guess. We've got a uh, we've got a question in from at bboy uh, maestro on Twitter, who asks, "What's your stance on Castlevania wall meat? Is it fresh or does it taste like it was packed into a wall?" I'm assuming there's a lot of drywall in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing with the Castlevania wall meat is that, of course, you're going to get, you know, you're going to get your worms, you're going to get your drywall, you're going to get probably some sort of mold. Uh Um, But that's what, you know, vampire hunters are looking for. They're trying to make their blood less enticing, get that cholesterol level up. So Dracula is a bit like, oh, I don't know about this one. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll pass on a little bit of this, uh... This uh, unhealthy blood, you know, 2018, trying to, trying to, trying to get shredded. Mm-hmm. Um, that is my, that's my new comedy character, millennial, millennial Dracula. <laughs> millennial Dracula. I'm gonna be at a UCB show, showing that <laughs> off soon. Hoping to sell it to Jeff Dunham, make it into one of his puppets. I saw fucking 
minor detour here. No, but but at Union State, at Union Station in Toronto, there are these like pillars that have like screens on them, so they're like cylinders with big like advertising screens. Okay. And whenever I look, I was coming back from my girlfriend's, and whenever I looked at up and at those pillars, without fail, it would the Jeff Dunham commercial would be up. There's a commercial for a Jeff Dunham show, and it's just his fucking face and his racist Muppets, and they're just scrolling past me, taunting me every time I looked away from my phone. It always it always astounds me that Jeff Dunham is still working and apparently has a a, 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 a thriving career in comedy, because I remember him being semi-popular when I was in fucking, like, middle school. Yeah. And this bitch is still out here with his racist-ass puppets. Um, to be fair, he is doing... His show is at a casino. Like, he's uh-huh. not, like... He's very much uh, a star that has fallen a bit. Mm-hmm. Even though that star was probably made of, like... Well, it was made of racism. Mm-hmm. Is the th- He kind of got popular because of the... the, the uh, the terrorist puppet he made, which is pretty, pretty yikes. Yeah, it's it's not it's uh, it's what we in the business call uh not good. Some might even say bad. I think that um, you know, it's funny that you say he was working in a cas- in a casino because that's kind of the exact venue I imagined him headlining these days. Not so much at the uh, front of the stage at Coachella or Burning Man anymore, but uh. I would fucking kill to see Jeff Dunham at Coachella. That man would say the weirdest shit. He would try to be, like, he would try to be hip, Mm -hmm. but would, but would fuck it up so bad that I, I think he'd die. I think he'd <laughs> die on stage. He'd just suffer a heart attack. and just... No, no, like nothing would happen. He would just fall over at one point and be as lifeless as his puppets. <laughs> yeah, the only... Cause of death unknown. Like, I, I like where you're going with this, but even if he was performing at Coachella and I knew that I was going to see Jeff Dunham's pulse just cease to exist... I would still only go if I was guaranteed that I was going to see an ass as plush as the one on the Mozilla meat on bone emoji. Good thing uh, Jeff Dunham's been working on his squats. No, not on Jeff Dunham. You you know what oh. kind of plush ass I'm talking about, Andy. Oh, his Muppets. Yeah, his racist Muppets. <laughs> yeah. I probably shouldn't say Muppet. That's probably copywritten, but I like saying it more than puppet. It's okay. If we can steal the IHOP brand, we can steal the Muppet brand as well. Didn't didn't, didn't steal. Acquired legally mm-hmm. uh, through back channel means that we do not need to discuss. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. We have a legal team. Is what I say to people when they threaten to sue us. We 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 can't uh, speak, you know, in in public about our acquisition of the uh, IHOP brand. But uh, suffice to say. Uh, it, it was not. It was not pretty, except for us who now own the uh, the branding. Uh, anyway, I feel like we should kind of keep rolling on these uh, these questions. Yeah, I think we can fit yeah. in a couple more. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Twitter user at Finrelania asks, "Don't you just really want to know what cartoon meat tastes like? It's probably really tasty, right? Like it looks enticing for sure, but then I think about the logistics of like." What's going to happen to my face after I take that first bite? Uh-huh. Like, how am I going to approach this after bite one? 
and all the interest goes away from me. Uh huh. Because I'm like, oh, this just becomes a hassle. Yeah. It's very much a novelty sort of thing where you're like, you know, when you go to like the fucking uh, spaghetti warehouse and you're like, damn bitch, I'm going to get the 18 meatball platter and, 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 you know, go to town on these bad boys. And you get like two meatballs in and you're like, oh God, I've, I've, I regret every decision I've ever made in my entire life. I feel like this is kind of the same thing where you're like at, you know, your, your, your nephew's birthday party at the fucking like Renaissance fair kind of place. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. And you get this big ass meat on the bone and you're like, oh no, now my nephew and my nephew's friends are going to see me completely and utterly fail at eating this meat on the bone. And then my nephew's weirdly buff friend in the third grade is going to like laugh at me. And that's going to haunt me for the rest of my life because I made the foolish decision to eat this very large meat on bone, you know? I mean, you know how it goes with with your nephew's very buff third grade friends laughing at you for eating meat on bone. I think that's a very kind of universal experience. Oh yeah, no, who hasn't been laughed at by buff children? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Every day, baby. <clears throat> Wake up, go outside. The, bu- the bodybuilders that are five years old living next to me point and laugh. Call me a cuck. <laughs> oh Christ! Um, yeah, I, I'd like to imagine that this meat um, just tastes like a very good like roast. Um, I when when we were at Pack South and uh, friends of the show um, Michael and uh, Mike Casamano were with us. We went to uh, we went to the very fancy like Brazilian steakhouse that was near the convention center and this basically reminds me of that um there's a lot of like nuance to meats i would say uh, every meat is different you know like every meat you see walking down the street they've they've got a story and i i think that there's a lot of nuance to it that we can't necessarily touch on on this podcast because i don't quite understand it you know like oh flame broiling the the flambe or uh you know seasoning the the th- the thrice baked you know bone marrow or whatever but to say it uh, as simply as possible i'd like to imagine that this meat tastes like a very tender sort of like pork belly like the kind that you would get in ramen because i love that shit it's so good i was going to say it probably tastes like I'm thinking Arby's. You're thinking Arby's, huh? I'm think I'm thi- I'm thinking Arby's. You're thinking I'm, Arby's. I'm thinking Arby's, right? <laughs> I'm thinking Arby's, Andy. Ryan, I'm thinking Arby's. Andy, I have Arby's in mind. My my Ryan. Ryan, I've got the bees on the brain. Bees <laughs> being short for Arby's. Yeah, that's what that show uh, Ruby is about, right? It's it's like Arby, but um Yeah, it's spell it's it's Arby's but in the future, so they spell it weird. So mm-hmm. it's but it's pronounced Arby still. It's about Arby, the founder of Arby's. Or the Bees, as it's called in the future, you know. Arby's is a bit too long, so they just call it the Bees. Um, yeah. Even though, you know, same number of syllables and all that. Um, the thing about this tasting like Arby's is, if that was the case, this meat would be extremely wet. You'd get you'd get the meat wet, essentially. And I know you're not a fan of wet meat. And so, I don't know. I think maybe we should, we should uh, steer clear of the Arby's comparisons for now. I do think, however, <laughs> since uh, 
since Arby's is so into putting nerd shit on their social media, we should hit them up and be like, hey, you wanna you wanna promote our show and also promote your restaurant? It's a win-win situation. We gotta we gotta sell out with those those fucking nerds in the Arby's advertising department. We gotta stop talking about Arby's. I'm actually I'm literally getting food poisoning the more we say that name. It's like uh it's like that one uh urban legend about the demon where the more you say its name the more power it has over you except with with the bees the more you say it um Mm -hmm. the more likely you are to crap your pants (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's the um that's the fifth installment in the candy man franchise you say um it's it's called candy man beefs uh the the roast revenge and when you say candy man you say you say candy man arby's uh, in the mirror three times and then you just shit yourself. I mean, it's hand. It, it is really handy for people who deal with constipation issues. Oh, absolutely. It's fair it's... enough. But the problem is, you do feel like you just ate a ton of Arby's after you take that involuntary bowel movement. You know, the worst thing about it is that it doesn't always happen immediately. Like sometimes, you know, it does, and you're like, "Thanks, I just shat my pants. Perfect." Uh, maybe you can time it well enough that you're sitting on the toilet when it happens, but I'm sure there are people who do, you know, Candyman Arby's, and they just kind of, like, are like, well, I guess something's gonna happen, and then, like, three days later when they're on their flight to, like, Seattle or whatever, it's just, like, a, an international incident, so you've got to be really careful about that. Do we have any other questions? <laughs> yeah, um, we're, we're kind of we're coming down to the wire here, so, um... We, we do have a lot of stuff that I feel like you've kind of answered in terms of, like, where does this meat come from? Uh, weird Mars animals, I guess. Um, Mars fruit. It grows on Mars trees, which are bones just coming out of the ground of Mars. Mm-hmm. No one knows how they got there, but we respect them, and we water them every day. Yeah, I mean, you've, sometimes you gotta, you gotta water the meat. We, we have one in from at Jet Snacko who just wants to bring you our attention that... Uh, none of these are as tasty looking as the meat in Monster Hunter. Um, True. I've never played Monster Hunter, but you can feel that one. And then we do have one final question, which is sort of a harrowing uh, existential labyrinth of a, of a phrase. Um, Twitter user at Orthostasis uh, says, <clears throat> I see a horrible face in the grimy smudge pattern on the Samsung emoji. It looks like the football-shaped head of Hey Arnold, who is screaming, and it haunts me. Do you see it, too? How did Hey Arnold's spirit become trapped in this meat? I do see a little... Okay, so first of all, the monster... I don't want to let that slide, uh, I, because the person did ask it, and I want to address it. The mm-hmm. Monster Hunter meat does look way better than all of this. I, I mumbled my response. This is me making sure you know I didn't miss that. And two, um... I just assumed it was Quato meat in the Samsung one from Total Recall. Quato, they turned him into meat. <laughs> it's like um, if you pissed off a wizard, and they like if you if you went into a wizard's house in the middle of their lunchtime and they were chowing down on some meat, and you accidentally pissed them off maybe by um, breaking a crystal ball or accidentally pissing in their wizard's brew. I think they would just kind of imprint your soul onto this cut of meat, and you know you would be you'd be meat forever, uh, you know, permanently deletized. Permanently deletized. Permanently deletized. Do you um, are you familiar with the permanently deletized phenomenon? Ryan, please explain. 
Uh, I don't know if I should, is the thing. Um, because it involves uh, very strange uh, fetish art of uh, beloved characters such as Pikachu, who is Wait, wrapped... this is real? This is 100% real. Oh, Ryan, don't explain. I won't. Don't explain. I thought, I thought it w- I'm hitting the bit of abort button. <laughs> I thought it was a bit. Oh, no. This is no, not no, a bit. No, 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 no. This is not a bit. Uh, I am, I, will, I am shocked that you have not seen this before. It is, I will let say, me, here, here's what I will say. If you want to look it up, I think looking up permanently deletized on Google will probably do it. I will say it is oh. it is safe for work. There is no nudity. Yeah. It is not technically pornography. and uh, That's what perverts say, Ryan. That's a pervert phrase. It's not technically pornography, sure. It's not. You... There's no there's no fucking bits out. There's 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 mm. no there's no bad things happening, but there is certainly a sense that something is amiss, um, to put it lightly. This is not, uh, as you would say, innocent fan art of Pikachu being turned into deli meats. There is uh, an, an ulterior motive to it, I would dare to suggest. Well, thanks, Ryan. It's one in the morning now, and we got onto weird deviant fetishes, so I'm going to have to think about the guy I saw at the library once looking at muscle inflation art <laughs> in public. That's too good. And I'm stuck with that all fucking night. I'm sorry, Andy, but um, thank you for being on the show with me this week. Uh, thank you all for your incredible patience for returning to this garbage fire week after week. Uh, we really appreciate it. You know, follow us on Twitter at Emojidrome. You know, uh, if you retweet the show, that helps us out. Uh, check us out on iTunes, Google Play, your uh, whatever podcast apps you use. I'm sure we're out there. Real quick. Mm-hmm. This is not. We are broadcasting from the International House of Podcasts. This is not a garbage fire. Mm-hmm. This is a a refuse flambe. It's much fancier. It's premium. Mm-hmm. About as premium as the uh, premium meat on bone that we are served up this week. Um, You're goddamn right. Thanks, everyone. 